Welcome to the Stalking Pot Stocks podcast, the number one podcast in my personal studio. Please be advised that this is an opinion show and all listeners should do their own due diligence when buying and selling stocks. Enjoy the show. It's Thursday, July 11th. I hope everybody is trading well today. What I want to talk about is the long haul. You know, I find it very fascinating how so many people will make the excuses of a stock that they're holding that's either going down or haven't produced any apples in a long time. And they always come up with the excuse that it's the long haul. I'm in it for the long haul. I've never been in it for the long haul and made any money. And you know what? That may just be me. I don't know. I've always found that the stock market loves to go up and down both. And they like to do it violently in each direction. And they like to get way overdone in both of those directions. So with that being fact, why in the world wouldn't you get out on good advances and why won't you cut your losses when things just start to look very gloomy? It has to do with what? Our psychology? Well, that's probably it. If you're in it for the long haul, then I would suggest that capital preservation be in the midst of the long haul idea. Because if you lose everything you got, the long haul is going to be over. How do, how do we get stuck in some of these investments that we, that we, I'll tell you how we get stuck in them. And, and I, and I've said this many times in the past and I say it on my blog. We get stuck because we get focused on things that keep us stuck. And for me, a lot of us just just cannot admit when you're wrong and take the hit and cut your losses and, and start over. It's always been a struggle for me at my early stages of, in, of investing in stocks. But I've gotten over that. And the reason I've gotten over that because I kept losing money uh, doing the same thing. And I started saying, what the hell am I going to do to stop this? Why am I doing some of the same exact things that I've done in the past, lose money, and not change? So how do I change? I mean, the, that was the hardest part is, is how do I stop doing the stupid shit that made me my money? And of course, I, 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 I've come up with rules. And rules are the number one thing that all investors must learn to do. You must create your own rules and you must apply them religiously. Because they're not there necessarily uh, for the moment. Okay? They're there for the future or the long haul. <laughs> so there is a long haul strategy and it's capital preservation once again. So how do we 
how do we set our rules? Everybody's different. So all the rules, the number one thing that you really need to do is kind of keep a diary on your own trading habits and then find out and write it down for why you lost your money, what you did and why you lost your money. Those are some of the most important things you can do as a trader is learn your own bad habits, your flaws. We all have them. And that's I've I've been going through my flaws for so long and and I just got sick of it and finally said, "Man, I'm going I don't care if I miss out on a few bucks here and there. I don't care uh this stock or that stock does something uh that I wasn't uh involved with. It's okay, man. You don't need to be in everything. The idea behind rules is that you have a strategy that protects your money. That's the part that is hard to do because we we see so many things around us going up or even going down because let's face it, we get tempted when stocks get go down and when they go down if we don't know exactly how to pull the trigger uh, while they're going down, we're going to get caught and, and could potentially uh, lose a lot of money fast or at least get your stomach turning and say, oh, my God, I made a mistake. And guess what? Now I'm stuck because this dang thing uh, is just sitting there now. And as a matter of fact, the activity in it is drying up. Have you been there? I mean – these are things that most investors go through. And so my my goal is to help you not go through them so much like I had to to learn from them. So that's that's what I, this is my long haul strategy. It the long haul doesn't work if your stock is going down on a on a steady on a steady trend. It's not going to work. I mean, you have to have at least a strategy going in and you have to have that strategy going out if you want to survive the long haul. I'm going to take a quick break here and I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. I know that was fast, wasn't it? Really quick. (laughs) All right, so you know what we ought to talk about here? I, I think we ought to talk about your strategy. What is your strategy? Do you have one? Because if you don't, you need to design one specific for yourself. Let's talk about that a little bit. What kind of a trader are you? Are you a trader to your country? (laughs) So there are so many different ways to trade the stock market. And, you know, for me, I'm just a stock guy. I don't do all the options and and stuff like that, and and for the most part, I like to focus really primarily on the pot stocks just because of the unique situation we're in. And you know, you kind of get the with these pot stocks, you're getting the full. You're if you're watching them close enough, you're kind of in, especially for the last couple of years, you're getting like the full cycle of how stocks behave. And there's always these areas. Of the market environments where you have to recognize what kind of environment you're in so that you can uh, trade the right way. And that's that's hard for a lot of people because you kind of think um, that 
a lot of people think that the stock, whatever goes up, is going to come back down or vice versa. It, it, everybody thinks that something has to happen. And when you think that way, when you think, oh, I'll just keep investing in it or I'll keep holding it, and I'm sure it'll come back, uh, that's just not the right way to approach investing. You have to be, for me, you have to be very proactive. And, and if you're not going to be proactive, you're probably not listening to this anyway, right? Um, people who trade, they trade because they like it or it's fun. And if you're unaware of how these markets uh, behave, you're going to have to go through a long learning curve. And some of the biggest mistakes that uh, people make are just simply how much money they put into one stock. And then, of course, there's the other things of just jumping willy-nilly on stocks just based off of the information they just got done reading. You've got to know, if you follow me at all, you've got to know that the number one thing that I tell everybody that you must do, no matter how tempted you are to just ride or jump on that ride for that stock right when you get introduced to it. You know, you wouldn't just jump on your your date <laughs> the first night. Well, some people would. Don't get me wrong. But the idea here is really simple. You got to learn the the stock before you jump on it. You've got to learn its characteristics. And I say this so many times, but it is so important. Most of the times these stocks get thrown in our face by somebody else, some other investors that we're listening to, and we get excited about all the information that's out there on it. And, uh, man, and I say this so many times, but if it's already, the news is already public, the chances are it's already, you know, calculated into the stock price, man. At least there's nothing wrong with information, but just remember that if it's already out there, and the stock isn't responding so well to it, you know, keep an eye on the stock for a while before you decide it's what you want to invest in. And th that's one of the number one. You must stalk the stock you're interested in. Find out how it trades. It's Stocks are driven, their behaviors are driven by, well, they're driven by human behavior and then, of course, these algorithms, which... Still, are you know, we we are still mostly because uh, of our unique human desires. We're we're drawn to doing the same. The majority of us are drawn to doing the same way and acting the same way. Uh, so you must realize that stalking a stock for sometimes a couple months, so that you can get the patterns that it's uh, and the characteristics. And then you can start to get to know it. And then maybe, you know, you get to sleep with it for a little while. <laughs> this is what I call having a fling. You can have a fling once you find out this thing isn't going to stalk you back. You know what I mean? Uh, they will play with your mind. Uh, so get to learn it first. Believe me, if you, if you watch tons of stocks... Uh, enough, there will always be some out there that are ripe for the picking. And that's all you're doing. So don't jump on those stocks right away. No matter how 
what, no matter how good of news you hear, you want to stalk them until you know them is so important. All right, I'm going to take myself another little break here, and I'll be back in what seems like a second or two. All right, I told you I'd be back in a second or two. That's how these breaks uh, appear to be. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about uh, kind of you guys trying to figure out your own strategy and how you how you behave with your friends and things like that. And uh, what kind of investor you just want to be? I mean, do you want to do you want to just buy and hold? Um, I, you know, my or or do you enjoy the game? You know, so that's kind of where you you need to know. Or do you like both? And uh, for me, it, it all depends on how much money you have and uh, how much time you have to do the work that's required. That's, what, that's what's most important. So that's what will dictate uh, what kind of strategy you have. And uh, I believe that it's, it's got to be unique to you. It has to be because nobody's the same. We're not – none of us are the same. But with that being said – you know, I can go over some of the general ideas that I use, and you might be able to pick a few of them things up and say that that would work perfect for me because that's how I that's how I am, that's how I think, and that's uh, that's how I uh, I want to be involved in these uh, the, these investments. So if it, you know if it's long term, which I, for me, you know, you said you got yourself a decent portfolio, you know, a, amount of money to invest, a, a lot of capital, whatever you want to call it, and. Uh, you know, you, you have a percentage of that for the long, longer term uh, money. And that should be so damn diversified. I mean, for, uh, you've got to be in different groups. You've got to be in different stocks with that money, with the bulk of it, especially if it's a lot. And then you, and then you put some on the side for that side money. And a lot of you guys probably already do that, I, you know. I mean, this ain't brain surgery. I'm just trying to point it out because sometimes pointing things out is what gets you to start doing it. And you say, ah, it's just, you know, it's just common sense. Why, why, why wouldn't I do that? Well, I, I'll tell you why some people won't do that, and this is what you got to really understand. You, every, everybody thinks uh, they're going to get on that great white hope and, and, and put their money in one area and one stock and make, uh, make their bank roll, you know? You got that hope of making that bank roll. Man, you're going to learn the hard way if you do that. So, you know, just start out right away by figuring out how much you have to invest. Make sure that you don't need that money, you know, unless, of course, uh, it's an emergency, which we don't know. Uh, and then you need to figure out how much of that money is going to be long-term money, how much of it is going to be in this group, that group. You've got to be, be diversified no matter who you think you are. Be diversified. That will protect you when things go south because uh, most people don't know when the markets are going. I, well, nobody knows when the markets are gonna is going to go up or down. You can take a good stab at it, and you might be right a percentage of the time, but for the most part, you want to have these rules. They will protect you in good times and in bad times uh, without you needing to know so much about the direction. You follow me? So – that's what the whole idea of having uh, spreading your money out and and having these rules—they're not for the moment, you know. They're they're for saving your ass when shit goes bad because it will. It'll eventually go bad. 
So let's get into it. Your figure out those percentages of long-term, uh, and then always, and if you love to play, the, you know, like they buy stocks for in and out. I'm not a day trader. I tell you guys this all the time. Uh, I'd love to, but I, you know, I run a construction company uh, 60 hours a week, so I have to, uh, I have to attend to that. I can't be in front of the screen every day. So it's a, so I've devised a different strategy with what I'm able to do, and that's that where I'm able to watch it enough to get a vibe, and I don't, I buy on the uh, in what I think is the right moment. And I hold it until the things start to look bad again. And uh, sometimes that's a day or two, and sometimes it's a l it's it's a month. Sometimes it's longer. It all depends on the market environment once again. So where what are you? Do you want some of that money on the side so you can play? If you do, you have to you have to buy it right. You have to learn to buy the stock right. That mean. You have to, and first you need to know the market environment. Are we in a trading range or are we in a decline? And this could, this, once again, I mean, there could be this group of stock in an industry that's trending up and another one that's out of favor trending down. And that's, of course, where we're at with these pot stocks. They've been trending down for the most part for <laughs> quite some time. And so the reason I've always talked about how I trade, I trade the legs. The legs are the, uh, it's almost like, think of it, uh, think of the legs as uh, if you watch football with that kind of idea of moving the yardstick, you know, it's like to, from the 10 yard to the 20 yard, that's your first down area or whatever, 10 yards is your first down. So that goal, the, 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 the yard line gets moved. That's your legs. So are the legs going on an up direction, a down direction? These are, these are, this is, these are some of the things that I use. And what that does for me, uh, trading the legs, is it keeps me in the market more when it's trending up. And it keeps me out of the market more when it's trending down. And then when I recognize these ripe opportunities like we're seeing now where uh, a lot of these uh, pot stocks are taking major dumps, in other words, they're take they're selling off uh, because people are throwing in the towel. You know, you can kind of. Uh, it's not that hard to recognize when they're about to do it. You just don't know how much, uh, how much, or how long it's going to go. But you can either wait till if you're watching it close enough, you can pick that time. So th you know, these are some of the strategies that I use because I'm not in front of the computer screen all the time. But I can recognize these dips. When the market environment is ripe for those dips to uh, produce some major gains, so if you're interested in trading stocks like I do, and I call it the fling trade idea, um, when we're in this market environment, then you should always, always, you're gonna have a slice of that money for that kind of action, for that kind of trading, and you want to uh, not. Think of that money as staying very long, you know. So you can have these cores that you already have. I love playing the fling trade with stocks I already own because it, for instance, if I own a stock at five bucks and it's been trending down, and I don't have so much of it that I don't mind trying to pick off some more of it at a lower price on some of these big sell-offs. 
and I'll dip in and, and try to catch that bounce. And if I do, I'll get out right away with a 10, 15, sometimes even a 30% gain in just a couple days. So I'm th- in order to do that, you must be able to sell, buy and sell stocks um, so that and at the right time so that you can have money on the side to do this kind of trading. Um, and uh, once again, I'm going to cover this a little bit better. I'm going to take another little uh, breather here, and uh, we'll be right back. All right, I'm back for another little segment. I know we were talking about you guys wanting to, if you haven't already found your own strategy, to try to find one, find one that fits. How do you know? How do you know uh, which strategy strategy to use at the right moment? Uh, if you watch the market every day and you watch a large amount of groups every day, you can kind of get that sense, and then you kind of keep an eye on your own portfolio. Por- portfolio. Uh, if you have your c- a core holding, which I like to watch my portfolio gains and losses because uh, that is kind of kind of tells you in itself direction of the market uh, the market averages are another great way uh, but that doesn't always uh, give you us the right um, it doesn't tell you what your group is in I mean sometimes they're just flat out out of favor with uh, top stocks have been lately but so how do you know how do you know what strategy to use I, I the, the only reason I know the strategy to use right now is because uh, most uh, a lot of the stocks in the group are behaving very similar and when you start recognizing that and you know it's almost like every day they're they're all just it's just like who's in line who's next who's who's next to jump off the uh, the cliff into the into the lake right so it's like there's just just this line of all these stocks that have been falling uh, pretty pretty dramatically so i mean that that kind of gives you a signal hey man you know if you've got some money on the sidelines, let's let's start focusing on some of these guys that are just about ready to jump, the one that's in line. Those are the ones that you're looking for, right? You look for the ones that haven't that are approaching the cliff, the edge of the cliff, ready to jump. How do you find them? How do you find the ones that are ready to approach the it's it's really quite simple. It, and I keep talking about this a lot is it's it's the climatic uh, end of the direction that a stock is already going in. I mean, they all, not all of them do it, but uh, a lot of time, um, uh, a majority of stocks in a group that have been both going up or down, trending up and down, they'll, they'll creep or they'll trend, and it's just a steady climb or descent until all of a sudden, bam, you know, a big explosion happens. And and sometimes these explosions uh, happen a couple times, so you that's where that hesitancy comes in for me because I know that sometimes that first explosion might be a little early, and you could get yourself another quick, you know, this person might get I guess airlifted back onto the cliff and jump off once again. <laughs> But that the, 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 the this is how you kind of can figure out the environment, right? You just pay attention to everything that's going that's going on, 
especially in the group of stocks. And of course, we're always talking about pop stocks on this podcast. So that's what we're talking about now. They're all just lining up, jumping off that cliff. So, and if you notice, the ones that were in line first, you start, you make sure you keep an eye on them. So what? So you missed it. So you missed their bounce. So you missed that 20 or 30% bounce. So what? Guess what you're going to learn from them? Guess. And I've already mentioned this on this blog. You are going to learn what's going to happen to the other ones that fall off the cliff. And again, I'm not saying this is guaranteed. There is no guarantees. But they're, they all follow. It's like they, they, they follow, they're following the leader. And sometimes the leaders are the little guys. It doesn't matter. The leaders are the ones that gone first, the ones that got in line first. You know, they're, they're the, uh, the people at Disneyland that bought the, f- the pass, you know, that secret pass that gets you in, in line. After all these people that have been in line for hours, and, you, and here comes somebody that says, ha-ha, I have more money than you. I get in line first. I hate that. I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's kind of what uh, I, I, I look at when I look at a group of stocks and, and try to discover what direction they're going in. It's always you always you know, you, you've got to you've got to see that how they've just accelerated their declines here lately. Right. And they're all jumping off this cliff and then they're bouncing. And let me tell you something the the secret right now to pay attention to is are they holding that bounce, the ones I, – I, I love for them to go back and test the waters, you know, or how appropriate. I love when these stocks that bounce 20 or 30% off of these climatic sell-offs, these dumps that I call them, when they start to hold and when they go back and test and they hold and then they get right back up to that near that – 20 or 30 percent gain that they had off of that bounce i'm very aware of that that's what you're gonna that's why you want to keep on watching them because it's telling you what's happening with the group it's not that it's not that illogical whatsoever the logic behind this is simple these things are oversold right oversold conditions lead to the climatic sell-off it's just like it's almost like passing it's 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 taking a chunk of those shares and giving it to a new some new blood. It's almost like running a marathon, right? You know how y- the guy uh, in a marathon is just sitting there waiting for the guy that's almost out of breath. That's what I look at a climatic sell-off as. I feel like it's pat- passing the torch to the next investor that's willing to take a chance and hold it for a while. But it comes with a cost for those that have held it for a long time. They have to sell it at a discount, a large discount. And these large investors, you know, they don't have the luxury some of us small guys have where we can get in and out without it affecting the market. But these big guys, these guys that uh, have sometimes uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in one stock, they have to even get out a little, a little chunk at a time just to keep it from getting real panicky. But these are some of the things that cause these climatic sell-offs. That's, doesn't that sound, is that logical to you? Do you think that what I'm telling you is logical? Right? So when these stocks get handed off to these other investors, they got a little time. That's why they bought them in the first place. That's what allows them to build that support. 
that support at those levels. It's new investors saying, I'm willing to take a chance. I can I, This money I can set aside and hold it for a while. And that's why these stocks start to build. And that's what we're watching for right now. So it's almost like they're all in line. Now, because this is what happened with early 2018. It was the same thing. The reason I, I said I've never, ever uh, had five. I never had a 10-bagger in my life. And I missed them, yes, but I never owned them. Back in 2018, I did. And the reason I, I had five of them, over five of them that were 10-baggers. One was a 12-bagger, and uh, some of them were six and uh, uh, five and six-baggers. I had about 30 stocks, and nearly 75% of them moved so drastically I couldn't believe it. And so I was just taking some money out of the ones as, I, as they were going up, and then I'd see the ones that were in line, you get it, that were in line that I thought could be the potential next one to jump off that same cliff and or go, you know, going up because that's what they were doing. They didn't have to jump off the cliff first. They were already in the water. They were already in the water. It's almost like they had a rope and it just like yanked them right on out. Maybe they, somebody was fishing for them, right? Fishing, had, a, had their fishing lines out and they got a hook on some of these stocks and boom, popped them right out of the water. But they were exploding. And th my point here is follow the stocks in the group and then follow and then pay mind to the ones that you've been stalking and haven't yet done that. And then look for the same behaviors that the other stocks in the group that are moving forward. Look for those behaviors in the stock that you are seeking to buy. All right, you know what? This is it for this episode. I just want to thank you all for listening. I hope, I hope that I'm shedding some light on the way I see these things, uh, the see the things out here in the investment world. I, if you look at things from a point of view um, that makes sense to you, whether it's right or not, I don't give a damn. I'm just telling you that I've been doing this for so damn long, and it's like I'm not ever gonna lose my money uh the bulk of it ever again and there's there's a reason why i'm not going to it's because i'll never i'll never put my money at risk where it can and that is the strategy i will be sharing with you uh going forward it will be so valuable to you long term so if you're a long term if you're in it for the long haul learn some of these things that I'm it's it's a lot to learn a lot to take in I'm going to repeat myself so much but I guarantee you if you if you if you listen to it and you and you apply it while you're watching you'll see these things that I'm telling you happen you're going to see them right in front of you if 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 you're if and if you get it you're going to start picking up on that and you're going to start buying and selling these stocks at the right times and and nobody nobody's 100%. I mean, it, you you just need to be more, when you're right, you need to know how to hold on long enough to make it worth your while. And when you're wrong, you need to let know how to let go of it before it cripples you. Diversification is the key. And you don't have to be as right about the direction. All right, you guys, take care. Good trading for the rest of the week, which is only tomorrow.